green light was leaking under the bedroom door. The sight of it made Lee stop in her tracks and back up, dropping the washing basket she'd been holding. Her brain attempted to push the realisation away in sluggish disbelief. She had prayed to the triple goddesses she would never have to deal with this. Her heartbeat thundered in her ears as anxiety crashed through her body. The day Lee had been putting off had finally arrived. Until that moment, it had been a completely ordinary Friday in March. Lee had been stripping the beds, her usual end-of-the-week routine, when Chloe had returned from college around midday. Her lectures finished for the weekend. As usual, Lee had asked her daughter how her day had been. As usual, Chloe had rebuffed her with that sneering way of hers. Lee tried not to let it bother her. Since puberty had struck around the age of 14, Chloe had made it clear she had no time for her parents. At 19, almost 20, she should have grown out of such juvenile power plays, but Lee understood it wasn't entirely her only child's fault. Seeing the green light now pooling on the floor like liquid, Lee knew it was all hers. Fear gripped her, guilt rushing up behind it, as if in a nightmare her bones felt as heavy as concrete. She hesitated, unable to raise her arm to push the door and go inside. Blinking back the tears, pricking her eyelids, she took her phone from her jeans pocket and pulled up her call log. Daniel was first on the list. Bar the odd errand in town, Lee saw only two people most days, Daniel and Chloe. Apart from a dozen Facebook and Twitter followers she spoke with online regularly, she had few real-life friends and worked from home. Her love of travel and a degree from a British university 20 years ago had led her to make a life for herself on the other side of the world. Too late. She realised she was isolated and alone when it really counted. Lee finally managed to press the button to call her husband. Hi, Daniel's gravelly voice filtered down the line. You'll need to... The voicemail kicked in. He hadn't really answered at all. Keying off, Lee swore in Mandarin, the sound of her native tongue discordant in her own ears. Her hands were shaking so much she almost dropped the phone. She redialed again with difficulty, irritation and fear clashing together. Daniel had to pick up this time. Had to. She couldn't deal with this alone. Not anymore. She would tell him everything. Chloe was not the type to go drinking or take drugs. Lee had never worried about her coming home one day pregnant. Some days she wished it could be as simple as that. At least that way they would be forced to confront their issues as a family and find a solution together. But Chloe's constant anger was seemingly without cause or purpose. Through the years, Lee had seen Chloe erupt over and over again. During these episodes, Chloe would scream in frustration, beating her fists against her head like she was trying to pound her brains from her skull. She would turn her hands into weapons and scratch at her eyes, her face, her arms. Lee would have to wrestle Chloe's hands away, pinning her daughter's arms to her sides until they both collapsed on the floor together in shocked silence, leaving Chloe staring at the wall, unable to speak. She'd stay like that for at least an hour, sometimes longer if the attack had been particularly ferocious. Each time Chloe disappeared inside herself, Lee wondered if she would be able to make her way back. Lee could see the fear and confusion in her daughter's eyes, yet was totally unable to help her. 
she and Daniel had sent Chloe to psychiatrists, counsellors, neuroscientists. They'd gone for second, even third and fourth opinions before the money had run out. All of the professionals had subjected Chloe to rigorous tests and examinations. All had given Chloe a clean bill of health, labelling her attacks as growing pains or behavioural issues. Lee had been relieved with these verdicts, but not because there was nothing wrong with her child. 